Welcome to episode 79 of Open Your Toys, Cats. I am Slick McFavorite. And I'm Mrs. McFavorite. This is the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And those are Star Star Wars, Wars, Transformers, G.I. Joe, (laughs) Master of the Universe. universe. Uh, We are a husband and wife team that like to give each other shit. Yeah, we bicker. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've been changing a lot of shit. It's been gross lately. Yeah, literal shit. (laughs) Literally. Shit. Welcome to Parent Town. If you haven't noticed, this is explicit. And our daughter's in the room. We really need to be better about not cussing around her. I was thinking about that. Like, we have not curbed our cussing at all. And granted, she's in the early stages. You know, Neither she's did not my parents. Be... I'm fucking fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess Steve cusses more than any parent I've ever known in front of his kids. <laughs> and his kids are the most well-behaved kids I've yeah. ever seen in my life. Just don't say explode around certain people because they'll take his soda away oh yeah that's right <laughs> all right so random we, shit talking <laughs> yeah inside jokes that no one gets yeah sorry anywho so husband and wife team we like to talk toys lots of toys she likes to give me grief about toys he likes to incessantly buy more and more toys and then complain about his debt I'm not supposed to be buying them. It's a sickness. I have an illness. It's. Do I need to bust out some intervention? I will call collection intervention for They've you. They've been canceled. What? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll just call intervention. I'll be like, there's a whole another show. Be like, you can, you can do this. <laughs> um. So I changed this part in our show notes. I haven't changed this part in our show notes in forever. Oh, wow. So this uh, more closely reflects a section I'm going to be putting up on the website called uh, Kick It With Us. Because I didn't like the whole follow us or, you know, that kind of shit. So it's Kick It With Us. And it's basically all the means you can you can uh, do to... Listen to the show, talk to us, yell at us, you know, whatever you want to do. Call us out. Yeah, exactly. Please do. God, no one, no one ever like fucking corrects us or anything. I think we need to put the show on YouTube and then we'll get all the fucking trolls coming out like, oh, you guys didn't know what you're talking about. People really say that? Like, you oh, fucking dude, dumbass. Oh, YouTube is the worst, man. Wow. It is, no. it is horrible on YouTube. My ego is fragile. At least, <laughs> at least with the big podcasts. Like, uh, I mean, and not to say that he isn't big, but like T2RX6 and, and Mantis 99s, they have a very supporting community. Like, I actually like to read the comments on their videos and stuff like that. But you go to like pop culture network like pixel band stuff Uh and people people just fucking try to drag him down constantly you know people are mean yeah i don't get it but anyways um if you want to troll us you can do it at our blog at openyourtoys.com 
you can subscribe to our RSS our R <laughs> RSS feed. Now, do you know what an RSS feed is, Mrs. McFavorite? And not really. I do, but I couldn't articulate it. Okay, it's it's real simple syndication. That I didn't know. Is <laughs> <laughs> what RSS stands for. And it's basically how the subscription model works. iTunes is a very, when iTunes manages your podcast, it's a very fancy RSS feed. Oh, okay. And so basically it's a way to keep up to date when we post new shows. So if you have an Apple product, you do it through iTunes. I mean, there's just no reason mm-hmm. not to do it. I mean, it's not the greatest RSS catcher, but that's what you would use. Whereas if you're on an Android or on a computer, like you can, you can subscribe to the RSS feed if you have a Gmail account and it'll just email you every time we post a new episode or, and, and for that fact, any blog out there has an RSS feed and you can sign up that way and it'll email you anytime they post it. Um, that's how I keep up with all the new sites. I don't go to TFW, Sabertron, His Tank, you know, General Joe's. Mm-hmm. I don't go to those sites every single day. I subscribe. So every time they post a new article, it gets emailed to me. So and that's kind of how I manage the news and keep track of it and keep a backlog of it and read through it as I can. So if people weren't aware of it, it's an amazing invention. Um, I do it through Google. You can do it through Yahoo. You, there's programs you can buy. You can do it through Outlook. So, I mean, there's a hundred mm-hmm. different ways you can subscribe to RSS feeds and keep up with your favorite sites, shows, whatever. I mean, even YouTube. I mean, I do YouTube through RSS feeds. So, I mean, it's awesome. Um, You can subscribe to us through iTunes, of course, just like any podcast. It's free. You can rate us on iTunes if you'd like. Um, Something new, you can listen to us on Stitcher Smart Radio. Yay. Yeah, so basically uh, any mobile device, uh, iPhone, iPad, Android, BlackBerry, I'm sure, has an app out there. Uh, you can even do it on the web, um, and basically it streams our show to your mobile device. Yeah, I didn't think, I, th- I thought last time was a pretty big fluke that we made it through a four-hour show without her crying, so we're definitely going to be taking breaks during this show, I'm sure. Um, let's see, if you'd like to contact we'll us see. directly, I've got an email address, and it just happens to be slick. It, it's weird that I was available. Nobody had taken that yet on openyourtoys.com. I wonder how they couldn't have not gotten it. <laughs> I know. I figured that'd you be the first thing snatched up. up. <laughs> and I just so happen to have an email as well. And it's Mrs. McFavorite at openyourtoys.com. See, now I could see maybe Ms. McFavorite, you know, but Mrs. McFavorite, I figured that'd be pretty easy to get. Yeah. Nobody wants to admit they're a missus. <laughs> um, Twitter, you could follow me. I'm not not as prolific as I used to be, but I still like to post a few things each day. Some some fun things to watch. Good deals happening on the web. You can follow me at Slick McFavorite. Or you can follow me at Mrs. McFavorite. And we have the Facebook. 
Oh, yes. We have the Facebook. The Facebook. The Facebook is in effect. Um, you can friend me, Slick, at facebook.com slash openyourtoys. You can like the cast at openyourtoys. Damn it. I do that every <laughs> time. I'm so tired of doing that because I start reading that one. Our fan page at facebook.com slash openyourtoys. Cast. cast. Do you know your Facebook page? <laughs> Maybe I should just do the two Facebooks for the show, for me and the show, and you just stick to your Facebook from now on. You could turn it into a drinking game. <laughs> we could do a montage of all of the times that Jessica's fucked up the open your oh toys you are. <laughs> that would be a long 80 different times. It's kind of mean. <laughs> What's your Facebook? <laughs> Facebook.com slash Jessica Spiller. And that's Jessica with one S. And the way we love for you to kick it with us. That's right. We won't ever answer, but we still call it kicking it with us. That's our voicemail. You can leave us one at 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. All right, Miss McFavorite, you're you're the responsible drinker tonight. What are you drinking? The the thing that has turned into my new sparks, Blue Moon. Blue Moon, back to the good old favorite. Yeah. And I've got a new beer here. If you're a new listener, uh, we like. Oh my God, this is only four point five percent alcohol. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kenzie doesn't like that. Except, she's all. What? She's like, yeah, Dad. Um, anyways, uh, so I like to drink a different beer each time, just basically in life. I like to have different beer every time I drink a beer, but that's not possible. What are you pointing at? That. Okay. Um, and so this time around, I am drinking Abita Amber. This is a beer brewed and bottled by Abita Brewery Company in Abita Springs, Louisiana. And it actually has a pretty nice description here. Abita Amber is a Munich-style lager brewed with pale and caramel malts and a German peril ops. hops. <laughs> it has a smooth, malty caramel flavor and a rich amber color. One of our first and most popular brews, Amber pairs well with many foods. And it's good. It's, it's a little bland, like a doesn't have it's a very enough, very mild yeah amber. It, it, it doesn't have it, it doesn't have enough flavor for me which is pretty rare i'm not one of those guys that likes ipas or stouts or box or whatever but see it's, it's okay if we need to stop if she if she cries out for more than a couple seconds we can stop so that's what we're drinking Yay. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get on to con news. Let's get into the meat of this thing. First up, Designer Con oh. 2013. I would love to go to this. We actually got invited to have a booth there. Seriously? Yeah. Did you not tell me that on purpose? No. Or you just didn't tell me it? No, I just haven't told you. It's a surprise. <laughs> oh my god so if we wanted to go to the pasadena convention center yet again 
<sighs> that would be for my third time. We could go out there. I would love to go to this. This is uh, this is a show uh, not put on by, but uh, she assists with the promotion of it and and a lot of the planning and organization. Uh, Aileen over at October Toys. So that's why we got invited. A little bit of favoritism. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is happening Saturday, November third, at the Pasadena Convention Center. And here's the little uh, here's the little elevator pitch. Designer Con started back in 2006 as a small vinyl toy show, and has since expanded into a 50,000 square foot toy art apparel design convention with over 2,000 attendees. Wow. So what was cool is last year they did, uh, they set a, well, and I don't know if there's anything official, maybe that like online world record uh, thing, but they set the uh, largest blind box opening. So they had like, I think they counted like 1,100 people were there oh, to wow. do blind box time. <laughs> That's funny. Isn't that cool? That is. So if you're in the LA area, again, you know, art toys, vinyl, that kind of stuff. It's, it's very different from action figures. Um, but the gap is narrowing, you know, with things like OMFG, um, now with, uh, the weaponeers of Manka, you know, the new, uh, figures from spy monkey creation, uh, things like Glios, you know, still articulated action figures that, are done in a new style that don't follow the whole Hasbro, it has to look realistic to be a good action figure kind of thing. Um, it's an awesome thing. It's If you pre-order your tickets, they're five bucks, seven bucks at the door. Just go and look at the amazing art. Look at the amazing toys. Again, they're definitely pricey. We're not talking about, you know, Walmart prices here. Um, but you can find amazing stuff for 10 bucks, like those mini Tendos that uh, uh, Mark picked us up at Comic-Con this year. Uh-huh. The little yep. Nintendo. Those things were awesome, dude. Those I would, are. I would, if I had my choice between that and a same old, same old Star Wars figure at Walmart, I would buy more of those, you know? Yeah. And again, they're art. You know, they're done by artists. They're limited run, blah, blah, blah. So they're fun. If you're in the LA area, it's cheap. Check it out. It's very awesome. You see George and Aileen, say hi to them for us. Tom, we wish we could be there. I'd say give them a hug for me, but they don't like they, to be hugged. <laughs> they don't like to be hugged. They don't like to be touched. At the <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you have no idea how many people we see in a day. <laughs> Please don't hug us. <laughs> All right. New York Comic Con at the Javits Center in New York City on October, well, from October 11th to uh, the 14th. Um, so this is basically the East Coast version of the famous, the infamous San Diego Comic Con. Again, put on by different people, completely different con. It's just called New York Comic Con. Um and uh, this year, Hasbro's not going to have a presence, unfortunately. No exclusives. They've got one Old Man Logan exclusive that the Marvel booth is doing, but nothing. They're not going to have a booth or exclusives that they're selling. But they are going to have a Transformers panel. So if you're there, definitely check out that. I'm sure they'll be revealing some new toys there. 
And they're also doing a Hasbro, a pre-New York Comic Con event. Um, and this was just uh, announced today. And I don't know if this is open to the public. Um, the information was provided to fan sites. So I don't know if it's going to be, you know, you have to be invited. I can't imagine that it would be invitation only. Um, but we've got a link to more information if you are going to be attending New York Comic Con and interested in doing a pre-New York Comic Con Hasbro event. Cool. Yeah, I was going to say, nodding your head doesn't make for good radio. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I I'm looking at Mrs. McFavorite. She's just like, <laughs> yeah, wow. see, see, you can't tell what she was doing because she's not making any noise. <laughs> All right. New Jersey Comic Con is coming up at the Holiday Inn, Cherry Hill. Do they usually have a New Jersey Comic Con or is this like one of the first years? Yeah, they do. But this is a... Um, and shit, did I? I may have misspoke. This is, uh, I think it's uh, Collector Con or something. Uh, convention for collectors of toys, comics, movies, games, and more. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, sorry. It's New Jersey Collectors Convention. Oh, sorry, okay. not Comic Con. Um, they put this on every year, and they do exclusives for it. And this year, they're doing a very cool one. They're doing a modern rendition of Metalhead. So this is uh, uh, Destro's anti-tank cool. specialist. Yeah, it's awesome. So you remember the uh, Fang boat that had kind of the guy that looked like he was in flak armor? He was kind of salmon. I thought he was red, and he turned out to be salmon. No. Anyways, he has a very cool jacket, and they kind of reverse engineered it to create these cool missile launchers that this guy's going to mm-hmm. get. And the artwork's amazing. The, it the is guy, really nice. The guy that did uh, oh, uh, the artwork is Joe Moore. He does the artwork for the G.I. Joe Collectors Club comic. Oh, okay. So... And it's, I just I love their logo really the NJCC up here mm-hmm. with the Iron Grenadiers. Yeah, Why no, is this not really going good. back? Oh, broke it. Yeah, there actually is something broken here. Oh, there you go. Okay, that's better. <laughs> All right. So um, the way that works, it's a, it's not a traditional exclusive. You don't go there and wait in line and buy that. It's actually a giveaway because they don't. They only make. I think they only made one of him. Now they've made his tanks in the past, and they've done more of the his tanks, but it's still kind of a raffle thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, of course, the biggest con that happened since our last show was PowerCon slash ThunderCon. <laughs> <laughs> it was so powerful. I couldn't take it right there. Um, so this was uh, the annual uh, He-Man convention, He-Man and ThunderCats. But um, people that went said, uh, yeah. There wasn't a lot of Thundercats stuff there. They've the Aww. cartoons canceled, the lines doing shit, the, the toy lines essentially clearance out of everywhere, you know. So That's sad. it was pretty much He Man Con. <laughs> uh so we've got links to uh videos, both Pixel Dan and Sean Long uh did pretty good jobs of covering them. Um 
each one of their videos had at least of the uh, of the panel, mm-hmm. the the Masters of the Universe Classics panel, which is the one I suggest everybody go see. Is so Pixels Dan Pixel Dan has a uh, has kind of a weird angle on the screen. And every time they switch the slide, his autofocus on his camera goes out of focus. It takes it a couple seconds to come back into focus. So that was a little distracting. But then Sean Long's has like the side of some guy's head on the right hand side. Oh. And nothing against Sean Long, but he he's kind of like me. He gets all excited and he comments during the fucking panel. Oh. So you hear him in the background like, oh, oh I didn't know they were going to do that one. Oh, wow. You know? Or like your whistles that you do. Oh, yeah. I always whistle when I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> Those would be less distracting than people talking, though. It's uh, kind of like somebody talking during the whole panel. Well, imagine if I... Whistled full strength into the mic right now. It's kind of like that. Really? That bad? I don't I know. I've never watched one of your videos. Neither have I. <laughs> so anyways, if you're interested in seeing the panels, they do have other panels, of course. They have a really cool uh, weapons demonstration by the guy that played Blades in the 87 live action movie. He's a weapons specialist fight choreographer, so he did a very cool panel. Um, and then uh, just cool interviews and stuff so we have we basically just linked to their youtube because neither one of these youtube entrepreneurs actually have a playlist so like when i take video of a panel or or the cases at a con i have a playlist so you can just sit there and watch them straight through Mm -hmm. you know or go to that playlist to just see all the videos from botcon yeah, they don't have that. So there's uh-huh. nothing to link specifically to their PowerCon uh, videos. But if you go now, they're pretty much the first ones. They haven't uploaded too many since the con. Um, photos, we've got a uh, uh, copy of the email that Maddie sent out. I remember I was telling you about this. They actually timed it well enough to send out an email right as they were making the announcement at PowerCon. Of the three new figures. So they sent out an an email to all the subscribers, like literally within minutes of them making the announcements at PowerCon. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was really good. And then, uh, and then of course there's pictures of the slideshow, which I still don't understand why Maddie doesn't do that. Hasbro will provide the new sites Uh with copies of their PowerPoint presentation, like high-res images of each slide. Uh And Maddie never does that. I think they've posted one of their slideshows once on their forums. Probably because they were like, we're biting Hasbro's style. (laughs) I don't know. It was a thought. (laughs) But they also have uh, we also have links to pictures of the display cases. So if you want to see the new reveals, um, all right. So on to the interesting parts of the Masters of the Universe Classics panel. Uh, first off, uh, some eagle-eyed viewers had uh, seen that Frosta's gloves were reversed, and uh, Maddie hadn't caught it, of course. So they had the they had the factory send them over a hundred samples 
of the run that they're doing right now. And sure enough, most of them were reversed. Oh, so the right was the left and the left was the right? Yeah, exactly. So here's their solution for this. Cause it's Pop too- the hand off and switch it your damn self? <laughs> I don't know if you can do that. I don't know, I don't know at what point it's being switched. So here, here's what you can do if you're a subscriber. So now if you're buying day of, you have no retribution. Like you can't say, oh, I got reverse gloves because they're making, they're quote, making this announcement. Mm -hmm. But if you're a subscriber forced to take one of these figures, if you do get reverse gloves, you can send it back for a full refund. First time that they've ever allowed subscribers to do that. Oh, nice. So So the, the... The cost of the figure through the subscription. Yeah. And obviously. I, and they're and they're good about refunding shipping too. Sometimes you have to remind them, like I've had to the last couple uh-huh. times that I've needed to return something. But uh but they're good about paying your shipping back, paying the shipping that they charged you to get the figure to you, all of that. Nice. And um and for everybody that has a subscription, they're gonna be doing a special gift for the issue. So you may get a correct froster. They didn't say it was all. They said it was most had reverse. Mm -hmm. So you may get a correct glove frosta and still get a special gift. So if you do that, count yourself lucky. Me, none of these things have, I mean, it, it annoys me a little bit, you know, especially I think the thing that bugged me, that bugs me the most is there's been two major issues with my two favorite Masters of the Universe characters. Roboto had shoulders where the circuitry didn't match up, which in my opinion wasn't that big of a deal. I don't. It doesn't really matter that much to me. And then they purposely inverted Stinkor's forearms, you know, because they wanted to switch it up. Well, that makes the anatomy wrong, <laughs> you know. The muscles don't curve where they should, you know. Oh. So my two favorite Masters of the Universe characters working had, had fuck-ups. So how was his arms? They were like... Yeah. yeah. I would have to show you. Again, it's something that you can't... Like you say, you can't even picture it. So it's not that huge of a deal. Oh, but when but, you see it, you see it. It's just kind of like you don't notice a noise I, until somebody points exactly, it out. Exactly, exactly. It's like that little ticking. You didn't, yeah. you didn't even hear it till somebody said, "What's that ticking?" You know, so. the broken glass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we got an announcement. We are. Oh, can you write that one down? Okay. Uh, snake face with removable, and I and this. He has removable snakes in his body, and then he'll have a removable head that has the snakes popping out of his face. That's going to be in April. We're getting uh, one of the evil mutants from the New Adventures line in karate. So I'm like, you can't even figure out a cool way to pronounce it. You just pronounce it karate. But uh, And then... Probably the most exciting reveal, at least figure-wise, was we are getting the filmation character Octavia. So this was uh, a Horde member where she has tentacles. So they're kind of like little octopus arms. So um, 
and uh, all of the tentacles are a little bit different, so that's kind of cool. They're not mm-hmm. just making one mold and running it off a million times. Because they're all different, they're not even gonna. Ha- they're not even a risk having the factory try to put them on. So you don't get three of one tentacle and one of another tentacle or the tentacles in the wrong spots or whatever. Uh-huh. So you're going to put the tentacles on yourself. And uh, hey. and you can pretty much, it, from what it looked like, you could put them on however you wanted. Um, and that's going to be in June. Uh, New York and... For New York Comic Con coming up in two weeks, they are going to have an art show at Toy Tokyo, and they're going to be selling the Temple of Darkness Sorceress there. So um, if you're going to be at New York Comic Con and you'd like the all-white Sorceress, uh, they'll be available for sale there before the show even starts. Very cool. Yeah. And now for the big announcement. The big, big, big announcement. And I'm very excited Drum roll, please. Castle Grey Skull. That's right. They figured yeah. out a way to do it. <laughs> After everybody say, just do it this way. Just do it. No, if we do it, we're going to do it right. Well, they're finally doing it the way the fans asked to do it. So nice. it's going to be uh, like the old school one. So it's just going to, it's basically going to be two sides that'll fold in together. So you can either have it opened up as a playset inside, or you can have it closed and just sitting against a wall as a display piece. Um, now, this is going to be done as a pre-order, uh, and that pre-order is going to happen right after New York Comic Con, it sounds like. So in a couple weeks at New York Comic Con, they're going to have a, a, a B-sheet, which is just basically a... Uh, a high resolution drawing of what it's going what it or what it should look like okay so this mm-hmm. is kind of kind of sight unseen you're going you're going to know what it should look like but again they could run into production issues they could run into cost issues you know there's just anything that could go wrong there's a possibility it might go wrong they're shooting for around $200 when you pre-order, you just have to have that much on the card you're using. They don't charge you. It's gonna be it's gonna be authorized, and then it's gonna fall off. So just like just like what they do at a hotel or when you rent a car, they authorize it to make sure that that card is good, and then it'll fall off within a couple days, and you won't be charged again until it ships. And it's not gonna ship until late. 2013 so you've got a year to save up and again they're shooting for 200 bucks they've they've dropped they've they said 200 and then they've dropped the uh, to about 250 at the most <laughs> <You know? laughs> so i mean it it's uh i mean 200 dollars I think it's really reasonable. I mean, you I, think no, about I, a castle I think it's re- in scale of that. You know, it's going to be this big. From the table? Yeah, from the table. Okay. Said, <laughs> I'm like, from the floor? It, Jesus. They said what they say. Uh, it would probably be around 19 to 20 inches. So, I mean, pretty no, damn No, I'm not complaining big. about the price. That it, it, I'm just looking at you like $200. 
that I don't have to pay for for a year. I should be out of debt by next year. <laughs> That's what I said last year. <laughs> um, let's see. So, uh, so the going off the B sheet, the pre-order is going to go up after New York Comic Con. That'll be open for a while, and then um, if they get enough pre-orders, they'll show a. They should have enough resources and time to have a sculpt ready by Toy Fair 2013. So, I mean, not bad. I mean, it, it, oh, and it's based off of Mark Taylor's prototype. That's, that is the prototype for what the vintage toy looked uh, for the vintage toy. Oh, cool. So, a lot cooler than the vintage toy, but still along that same lines. That basically the impetus for the vintage toy. They took his and made it better, but didn't really change change the look. They just made it better. No, they had to do all kinds of streamlining to make it cheaper and to fit within certain codes back then and all that kind oh, of stuff. Gotcha. So now it can look even cooler because it doesn't have to be as flat, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, so that was the big announcement. They went into QAs. Not too much here. I wanted to bitch about this. <sighs> Fucking toy guru. So people are bitching about shipping. Oh, it costs this much to ship to me. Oh, why does it cost this much? Why are you charging tax? So he said, what about a flat fee for, for figures? Is that, would you like that? If it was 30 to 35 bucks and everybody's like, yeah, I'm like, are you fucking insane? A flat fee means no combined shipping. So if you have three freaking subs, you're paying $35 per figure, you know? And, and he started off with 30 and he quickly snuck 35 in there when he asked the question to the crowd. So, I mean, again, just people not listening, all caught up in the whole Castle Grayskull hype, you know. Oh, well, is that how they pretty much did it? Was that Castle Grayskull was the last thing? Yeah, and then they started taking questions. <laughs> and, of course, everybody's like, when are, you gonna, when are we going to see this figure? And he's like, we just announced Castle Grayskull. You know, just be happy with that. I'm like, you fucking asshole. Just because you had a big announcement doesn't mean people don't have the right to ask why we haven't gotten certain characters or when will you be getting to these characters or are these even being considered? But anyway, you shouldn't be asking those questions anyways because you're not going to get an answer. But anyways, Um, (laughs) one person did ask a pretty good question was... Would there be any ability, if it did go forward, um, that people would be able to purchase it after the pre-sale? So, I mean, it's one of those things where it's kind of like, no, fuck you. You know, take your chance with the rest of us, you know? Yeah. And if you want it, pre-order it, you know? Don't, because they said the numbers they need is about equivalent equivalent to how many subs they had this year so so essentially they needed to have 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 it as a subscription no never mind i'm not rewind and erase (laughs) so if you think and everybody's tossed around numbers and stuff so if you let's just say they needed ten thousand subs to move forward which it's probably was less than that they need ten thousand people to pre-order castle gray skull which yeah i don't think is going to be a problem 
I think there's people that have dropped the line a long time ago and are cherry picking that are going to jump on Castle Grace. Yeah. Again, it's whether people are willing to put their faith, you know, in it and be like, I realize shit might get fucked up, but I want a Castle Grace skull, you know? I mean, they do it for the expensive props, like the hoverboard and the and the PKE. Well, PK wasn't that expensive, but the ghost trap that was one hundred and twenty bucks. The hoverboard's one hundred and eighty, and they just did it with. They didn't do it just with drawings. They had a prototype, but things have changed on it as it's came come closer to the delivery yeah. date on it as well. So. Get out there, pre-order There's your Castle Grey Skull. Oh yeah, an official one. Fucking Maddie, why do I? Why do you have to make me hate you so much? Why do you hate them? Because they did an awesome Back to the Future Two hoverboard. I hate them, and and you would really like a hoverboard, <laughs> but you. Well, know. I would really like to do the Back to the Future sub. It's not a sub. It's it's the hoverboard. Line. Yeah. Are they doing a line? Didn't you no. say they were doing a line? Oh, yeah. They were planning a long time ago, but they haven't moved forward with it. Oh. This is for a, a prop replica hoverboard. Okay. Well, I was more just saying that, God damn it, I wish I didn't hate Maddie because I might have come, it. Up well, with, yeah, you were... come up with the money for a hoverboard. But I won't give them my money, so. I wouldn't do it. I mean, 180 bucks for something to sit on your wall. You're never even going to do anything with it, you know? But when I you're, guess my Castle Grayskull would just sit on a shelf, so. But when you're a kid and they, they ask you, what do you want to do for the future? And, and your answer is invent the hoverboard. <laughs> Was that in one of your yearbooks or what? No, we had some class in like three or four kids in my class all said I want to invent the hoverboard because that's when Back to the Future 2 was big uh -huh. like it just came out Oh, so the hoverboard was awesome <laughs> that is awesome <laughs> alright uh, Toy Guru Walkthrough one of my favorite things uh, video with uh, Pixel Dan and Toy Guru going through the new stuff uh, not a lot here more Castle Grey Skull stuff but uh so it's been confirmed Procrustus will not have ball joint shoulders, so they'll only be hinged. So if you remembered, he's the four-armed 12-inch guy. And at, at Comic-Con, it really looked, I think they even molded him with uh, ball hinges so his arms could go everywhere. Now they're just going to go like this. Uh. So not a big deal, but just confirmation of that. He can only do jumping jacks. <laughs> exactly with his back arms at least his front arms still move like this <laughs> um let's see oh the b sheet the render drawing will show the scale of will show scale compared to the figures and will detail features on it huh. so we'll get features there no electronics in it so it can be shipped internationally um again we talked about that so here Possible gray skull uh, um, features. Uh, elongated mouth, so it'll be like a drawbridge. The other one was very kind of short and stubby. Mm -hmm. um, minaret removable at top, so that's the little tower oh. that that's on top of it. So they wanted to include that because that was never included with the original Castle Gray Skull. 
So they're going to have that, but it's going to be removable. So if you want it to look more like the vintage toy, you can take it off. So that's, um, there's a ledge that was depicted in all of the mini comics and, and the ladybird books where it have somebody standing on this ledge, but that ledge ledge never existed on the toy. Mm -hmm. They said that ledge will for sure be there <laughs> as an homage to that. Um, the original concept that, uh, Mark Taylor came up with had a play mat. So it, it looked like you had a moat around it. I mean, oh. it's just a little printed out mat, but it looked like there was a moat and stuff around it. So to give it kind of, uh, uh, some more, uh, context. Um, of course what was scratched from the original one was a torture rack. They said they want to include the torture rack. Uh, there's a futuristic looking bat jet pack. They said they want to include. Um, this is probably one of the coolest things I'm excited about. So it's going to be three levels. Um, in the vintage toy, there was nowhere for the characters to stand on the third level. The elevator went up to the third level, but there's nowhere for to put a character up there. He so, goes up to the third level and is like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Goes back down. <laughs> going down. Um, and so uh, they are going to have a third level on this. And it's going to be gangplank style that goes around the entire thing. Hmm. So to basically give you display a display shelf around the entire top of Castle Grayskull. Wow. So you could put... An, Given the scale size, I bet you'd be able to put eight to ten figures up there at the top. I've got to see pictures of this thing because I'm oh, picturing and I never, it. And I didn't. Here. And uh, it seems really, really massive considering the size of the figures. Oh, my God. That's just for the figures. You Jesus suck. Christ. You suck. They should have a picture in the display cases. Oh, items. don't worry so. about it. We can look at it later. No, I want you to see it. No, I want you to see it now. Oh, no, of course. Jesus. I fucking hate you, heman.org. <laughs> I swear to God. I realize it's, it's Skeleton Crew don't running worry that about shit. We'll look at it later. I don't want to hold this, this anyways, up. Anyways, uh, hidden chamber for the orb and then a revolving hidden door. So this is, you think of the classic Laurel and Hardy kind of thing, a fake wall, uh -huh. you know, where it, it turns. Yeah, like the, like the bookcase. Yeah, exactly. So I thought that was kind of a cool feature too. So there's all your big reveals for PowerCon. Please, everybody, please, please, please pre-order a Castle Skull. Come on. Let's, let's do this. Let's every, well, I shouldn't say everybody. People have been begging and pleading. I haven't been begging and pleading. It'd be nice, but it'd be such an amazing backdrop for our classics collection. You know, he, he only begs and pleads in his sleep. You hear him. He's all, please Grayskull, <laughs> Castle Grayskull, please. All right, on to toy news. Uh, actually, no. Let's uh, let's go ahead and take a break. Okay, that's been a while. So we'll take a break and we'll be right back with toy news. Peace. I've been here for a long, 
towering over Cobra. It's the awesome G.I. Joe headquarters. So massive it holds over 50 Joe figures with searchlight, three missile launchers, eight electronic sounds, and removable rapid-fire gun. But Cobra strikes the headquarters battle targets and triggers a jailbreak. Destro's escaping! Blast the tower and it passes down. G.I. Joe headquarters with electronic sounds, rapid-fire gun, and blast action targets. Figures hold separately. I believe the expression is, put up your jokes all right, guys, welcome back. We're going to go ahead and get into toy news. Toy and news? Toy news? Toy news? <laughs> uh, first up, uh, something I hadn't noticed, um, um, mainly because I just picked up my first light-up lightsaber Star Wars figures. Oh, he was so excited. <laughs> Found him in our grocery store. Our grocery store remodeled. And what would you say? Our, the toy section's about five times larger now. Oh, easily. It used to be one of those little, like, five-foot-wide toy sections. And now, yeah, yeah I mean, I'd say it's 25, 30 feet now. Yeah. So, uh, and they had, uh, they had new movie heroes, thank God. So I was able to pick those up. But, uh, one character that they announced that hasn't, isn't slated for any cases right now is the, uh, Anakin, the, uh, the red saber. No, uh, still blue, but, uh, clone war or not clone wars, uh, revenge of the Sith. So still oh. revenge of the Sith, but not. Not Vader yet, as they like to call him. You know, once his eyes turn red and he gets a red lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, that's loud. <laughs> Sorry. I'm being distracted by Mrs. McFavorite's uh, uh, uncoordinatedness. She's trying to hold the baby and remove her mic from the mic stand. All yeah, the same it would have been even louder had I not turned the mic off. <laughs> That's true. It would have been abnormally loud. Sorry about that, folks. Um, so I, I, I guess there is some reports that he's in some German cases. Um, but that I'm I'm happy with the Qui Gon and and Obi Wan from Episode One that I have. Yeah, it would be cool to get more. I what I really want is the Vader, because they're going to come out with a a Darth Vader. You oh, know, an actual a, Vader. Yeah, um, but they're cool. I, it's a gimmick. The articulation's horrible, but first light up lightsaber ever. In the three and three quarter yeah. line, you know, he, he or was, in the basic line, I should say. He was so funny the night that he found it when he came home. He's like, he's like, so we got this, I got this, and look, babe, and he's sitting there, he's holding it all lit with his eyes all big and <laughs> big shit eating grin on his face, and I'm all, that's cool, dude. I have. Did been... we talk about that? <laughs> Yeah, back in fucking January. It's wave two. It should have been out in like the middle of February, early March. Oh. And this is the first time I'm finally seeing it fucking <laughs> seven months later. So See, I was excited. He's like, you never pay attention. I'm like, well, most of the time I'm drunk. But <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those that it made no. I only wanted those two figures out of the whole wave. So it made no sense to order a case. So it was one of those things where I was just going to go without or 
break down and pay 20 bucks for for it four years from now when I saw it at a con or something, yeah. you know. Anywho, uh, this one's for Mantis 99's Gaia Unicron in hand and kind of in package. Um, so I, I got to give it to you, Mantis. It does look good. His minicon is still a piece of shit. Whatever this is, an armadillo or something. Um, cause this is something I didn't realize. Is this that thing that I told him to be quiet because you might want one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it does. It, it looks really in hand. It looks, it looks really, really, cool. really good. I mean, that looks pretty freaking awesome. It does look yeah, awesome. I know. Again, I don't like his big goofy flame hand things. So there's next to the other Unicrons. So there's my Unicron that I have. And is that not, the one that's... Not mine, but that's that's the Japanese... Uh, version? Yeah. Oh. But still say, close it kind of looks like the one that we used to have sitting on the TV. Yeah, the it's that one in, in better colors, more movie-accurate colors, oh, okay. and a more movie-accurate head. I was going to say that head doesn't look familiar. Yeah. So, and then the one they did from Amazon <laughs> is bobbing on that booby. I think she'd be hungry. There's a bottle right there that I got for her. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. It's bottles for the rest of the night for you, kitty. Yeah. Um, okay. This thing still looks like crap, though. This phoenix what bird. Yeah, oh, exactly. I yeah, I mean, I don't know okay. what it's supposed to be. And this is kind of weird. This, like, Unicron head mold. Oh, Poor baby girl. Oh, I see. That's interesting. See how it makes it can attach and make the head of that unicron? She stopped crying the minute she looked over at the TV. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that's right. That's my girl. So, um, and then the uh, package looks pretty good, except for the package pick has him standing in front of it again, but... So like it's like I say I there's no way I'd ever purchase this over like the e-hobby sets that I ordered the club sets but it looks good. I I just don't like the uh vac metalized stuff on it either. Oh. Uh. Um let's see uh Follow Cybertron Voyager Soundwave in package. Now this I am very excited about and this looks amazing. I love that packaging. It's very simple. I like that. Yeah. And see what's good. I mean, you notice this. This is a slice here. That's an angle. Oh, nice. Isn't that, doesn't that look awesome? That does look good. That is very so, nice and packaging. It's, and it's oversaturated, too. That's what's nice, is you know it's going to be a little bit tamer. These pinks yeah. aren't going to be as pink. The reds aren't going to be as red. They'll be more maroon like they are in the current uh, blister cards for Fall of Cybertron. Uh, toys, one of the fastest growing online shopping segments out there. Um, so this is a little research again. Uh, I, I follow Toy News, which is kind of an industry website, just because I'm kind of curious about this shit. And... Uh, so let's see product percentage growth in e-tail sectors 
Sporting equipment has raised 69%. Do-it-yourself equipment has raised 67%. Garden and outdoor, 58 Software and games, 53 PC and tablets, 45 Kitchen and home, 44 Electrical and photographic, 37 And then toys, it has gone up 32% in the last year. Wow. So I think that has a lot to do with fucking not the being able to find shit in stores. And I, well, that and just people are buying more shit online. People yeah. aren't afraid of it anymore. I mean, there's, if you don't know, your credit card protects you against any online fraud. I mean, you might have to check with your specific, but if it's, if it's, a major Discover, Visa, MasterCard, they protect you from any and all online fraud. So if you're one of those people that are still, I can't imagine you listen to podcasts and don't buy things on, I can't believe, I can't believe you would collect toys and be afraid to buy stuff online. But just in case you're in that group, it is perfectly safe. There are scams out there, but Amazon isn't going to steal your credit card. You know, Toys R Us isn't going to steal your credit card. Well, Hasbro Toy Shop isn't going to steal your credit card. Yeah, but it's the fear of those sites getting hacked, like the way how your one of your subscription services did. Yeah, the club got hacked. That's absolutely true. I mean, that's a possibility. But it, it at this point, it's kind of like the flying analogy. You know, like people like, oh, God, it's so dangerous to fly. No, it is so much dangerous to take a cross-country trip in a car. Yeah. You know, it's so much more dangerous for you to be carrying your wallet out in public and have it accidentally fall out of your pocket. Yeah. You know, but um, let's see. TF Prime, Orion Pax, and Thundercracker. These are uh, ARMS Micron versions. So these are uh, 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 Toys uh, Toy R Us Japanese exclusives. So these pictures now, these pictures are definitely oversaturated because <laughs> look here. So here's this blue guy, Thundercracker. This is the Transformers Prime version of this guy over here. Uh-huh. Um, so that's the blue he actually is. Oh, yeah. It's a little oversaturated. Yeah. Huh? But I don't think that's going to make much of a difference with this pink fucking Prime. So Orion Pax and, and, and traditional mythos for Transformers is Optimus Prime before he becomes a warrior and a leader and blah, blah, blah. Orion Pax is the name of the Autobot that's the little worker bee before the Great War. Uh-huh. So I have no idea why he's pink. I mean, not again, it's the first edition Voyager Optimus Prime. Looks like he's got some chroming on him. Not that I'd ever purchase this, but I'm just like, I don't understand it. Now, the Thundercracker I would love, but it and the Skywarp are way too expensive to try to complete a secret collection for Prime. Um, this was something interesting. One of the podcasts point out that I listened to that I never made the connection is so they call them arms micron it's it's the gimmick in japan and uh the uh 
the the arms micron are mini cons that transform from arms and autobots they transform into robots and decepticons they transform into animals i never made that connection and i'm just like oh shit that's that that makes perfect sense and of course uh Thundercrackers is the weird seeker arms micron that turns into like a deer or something. I don't know what the hell that is. It's a shield and then it's a deer. That is kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I turned the mic off so you didn't hear me hitting her back. Oh, baby, it's fine. Sweetie, we're a homegrown podcast, baby. We take care of our babies. Uh, top 100 toys of all time. The Indianapolis Children's Museum compiled a, or, or conducted a survey, I guess, if you want to call it a poll, of what people thought were the uh, top 100 toys. Oh, 100 toys that divine our childhood. So, two of the franchises made the top two. And I meant to ask you this before I already turned it i meant for you to guess but oh (laughs) (laughs) i would not have guessed that one to be the first yeah gi joe yeah and and killed it killed it almost by double the second runner-up the second runner-up being transformers well i'm (laughs) i know it's it's the adult population yeah because a lot of a lot of 40 you know yeah Cabbage Patch Kids in the top 10. That's right, bitches. A lot of 50-year-olds may not even know what Transformers is, you know? No. Oh, it's rumble and the bumble time, baby. I'm working on the burping time. Oh, okay. Sorry. Which is why she's getting pissed. (laughs) Mommy doesn't burp me right. Uh, So here's Mr. Potato Head for you at 20. But look at the vote discrepancy. You. I always forget if it's that one or Shoots and Ladders that Candy you've never Land. played. Yeah. Oh no, Shoots and Ladders I've never played. Yeah. Candyland. It's all about Candyland. So you got weird things like toy telephone here. So what's crazy is look at that forty-five Star Wars toys, 44. and I didn't even research this. Sorry, this doesn't make for great radio. Mousetrap at sixty. Another game that I always wanted to play, and like nobody, nobody in my family would spring to buy it. Yeah, it's an expensive game, man. Uh, that's weird. Just the general Erector action set. figures. Mickey Mouse ears. Oh, it doesn't look like Masters is even gonna bust the top hundred here. Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like what the Barney. Fuck? Tickle Me Elmo at 98. Jesus, that thing was a fucking sensation when that thing came out. Yeah, so if you're curious, you want to look, again, it's, it's, uh, um, I mean, tons of people replied. I mean, it's. Toys. Okay. Let's get past here so we don't keep getting the. (laughs) Oh, 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 look at that. Oh. All right. Uh, MP15. We've seen a teaser silhouette of the next masterpiece, and it's yet another oh. Prime. So it looks like we're getting another uh, repaint of Optimus Prime. Now, the one thing that has people uh, um, 
so this is obviously going to be the mp10 mold uh one thing that has people somewhat excited is that this finally might be an armored ultra magnus (gasps) fuck you (laughs) was that not the right response i don't know i can't hear you i'm trying i'm holding a baby here (laughs) pull your mic out turn it off lean lean her back a little bit this is this is too much work. <laughs> Put her rumble in the bumble. Let the seat rumble rumble the gas okay. out of her. All right. All right. Here we go. Fan made projects. Uh, first up, TFC Toys project. Oh, first I wanted to state how boring news is lately, and it's all Transformers. So I apologize about that. It's. It, it is just insane that Transformers is the only thing that has really big news. Outside, you know, PowerCon news was obviously huge. But beyond that, you know, nothing Star Wars, you know, nothing G.I. Joe, that's for sure. Uh, TSC Toys, uh, Project Uranus. <laughs> Shows the first all-color photos of Phantom, i.e. Fireflight. And ah, I'm just, I think I, I think I'm just trying to talk myself out of not wanting to spend $500 on this thing. But I'm just not all that thrilled with it. And I don't know if I've just seen too many jet molds. You know, from Hasbro and Takara. I, mean, I don't he know. He looks good. He looks again, cool. There are for... some poses that don't. Yeah, he's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, he looks. Excuse me. She gave me again the the. I don't I like guess... hit. I don't like the that. The jet mode. Thank you. Wow, it's it's the model of jet he is. In the cart in the Transformers mythos, so I'm not a big fan of the yellow and blue. Again, yeah. that is that is G1 accurate, but I'm just not a big fan of it. I just if it was fifty bucks and they came out every month, no so problem. So this thing is five hundred dollars. It each one of these will be a hundred dollars, and it takes five. So here's he's the arm. So there's the arm of the guy right there. Okay, and he makes. I think I missed something. I'm sorry. That's my bad. It's a combiner. It's a combiner, and it makes that guy. No. No. Wow. Why can you not grasp the concepts of combiners? I can grasp com- the concepts com- of combiners, but when I'm fucking with a baby, I miss the whole first part of the conversation. I. <laughs> Got a little lost. I'm sorry. This is just one guy. Oh, see, and they're he's all the, arm. the same gotcha. picture. Yeah. All right. We're if there. it was different guys, it'd I'd, be different okay. colors. And yeah. Okay. Different. Shut up. <laughs> I get it now. I'm back with you. Awesome. So they also uh, finally revealed Blackbird or Silverbolt. Now, this one's kind of cool because this was uh, Silverbolt was originally some kind of like a, and see, I should have done my research, but he was more of like a old school Japanese airliner kind of thing, oh. like a concept airliner. 
but uh, here he is a stealth. So he's essentially the same uh, model, an SR-71, same model um, as uh, uh, da, 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 da. same model as Jetfire from the movie okay. from Revenge of the Fallen. So he'll make the torso here. So here's him as in torso mode. So So is he a combiner? Okay, is I that all of them right that, there? So he it? makes that guy there? Is that the, it? the guy that doesn't have any arms and legs? Is he a paraplegic and that's combiner? $500? You can pay $500 a piece for that thing? <laughs> oh, I thought you were being serious. God, you never get my sarcasm. You suck. So they also uh, teased more combiners. So, And this is one we had already heard was uh, the Protectabots. So I'm excited because this one I uh, I like that art T2RX6 would definitely be getting. I had no idea. This is Justin's favorite combiner, like hands down. Really? Like sell your whole collection, he'd keep anything Protectabot related if he had to sell everything else off. Uh, and then uh, this is something I'm kind of excited about: That's Dinobot cool combiners. Oh, boy. Now this, I might have to do. See, I like the art. The art looks really cool. <laughs> Can't you just download the picture? <laughs> What's wrong with pictures? You, um, could, you could, like, have your wallpaper on your computer change, like, every hour. And you could probably... <laughs> and you'd see your whole collection in a month. And constantly see your collection rolling. In like beautifully posed All right. pictures. Marauder Inc. has a new Kickstarter. <laughs> has a new Kickstarter. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, this is like doing exactly... I shouldn't have hit the play the video button. This is doing exactly what Kickstarter is trying to get away from. Um, Kickstarter itself has complained uh, recently and, and is looking at changing its policies because people are using Kickstarter as a store. Saying, you know, tell us if you'll buy this product and then we'll make this product kind of thing. And it wasn't ever meant to be that oh. way. It was meant to be like, you want to make a movie? Have a bunch of people chip in so you make a movie. Not that, you know, and maybe you get a copy of the movie at the end, but that's not where the majority of the money's coming. You know, that's not oh. why you're backing somebody. It, it was more for the arts. And uh, while I love, I love marauder ink stuff i mean their quality if you're not familiar with them they make three and three quarter weapons and accessories that run the gamut you know like one of my favorite things is they have a little spotting scope you know you can't have a freaking sniper without having a spotter you know or uh -huh. i guess you can have a one-man team but it's kind of unheard of um so uh just little goofy stuff like that that you'd never get in a regular G.I. Joe action figure and shit. Um, so they have a pretty lofty Kickstarter going. They want $17,000. Uh, 
and then they have all kinds of stretch goals um, and and all kinds of different ones so here's the guns they're looking to make and it's to me it's just a lot of retreads you know they have a tech nine already but this is a new tech nine you know and shit like that so Again, I wanted to bring it up because I love their product. I love their website. Um, and so if you're not familiar with them, please go check them out. Go check out the Kickstarter. Maybe this is, you know, you've been wanting to get in on the whole Kickstarter thing. And this is something you can get down with, you know. Go check it out. I mean, this it's not a horrible thing. Again, it's just one of those things where Kickstarter does it. It seems like it's become a... Uh, hey, we don't want to have to pay to make our next line of these guns. So why don't you pledge a bunch of money so then we don't have to take any risk in making the next line of our guns? Oh. You know what I'm saying? And and so it's one of those weird things where you balance it with OMFG. Like that was one of the first Kickstarters I ever pledged to. And that's George and Aileen's thing. Mm-hmm. But even that's a little, it's more community driven, like people from their boards design stuff and then people from their boards chose their favorite designs and then people from their boards sculpted their figure, you know, so it was more of an artistic kind of thing, Uh you know, that way no one person had to put up the money just in case no one liked it, you know. It wasn't October Toys saying, we want to make this product, pledge enough money so we don't have to take any risk, you know, kind of thing. So, just a little bit different, but go check that out. Um, Made in Japan's Junkion Upgrade Kit. Uh, being a huge Junkion fan, uh, this caught my eye. I've bought a couple heads at BotCon from uh, Made in Japan. Uh, this I just can't really get with. It's just looks a little goofy so here's the set you get okay what are you, you looking can, at oh we're gonna have What's? to change your diaper soon oh <laughs> all right yeah so just so you did if you didn't catch that our daughter's pooping her diaper it sounds <laughs> i can hear it with my headphones on <laughs> she just probably has gas Let's hope so. (laughs) So it's just, it's made to go on junk heap. So it's very bright colors, but it's just, it's too clunky. clunky, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Clunky is, is a good word for it. This one, this picture looks a little bit better there. Oh, it looks a lot better in that picture. That but, in that one that you just showed me, yeah, this where he's crouching, yeah, where he's crouching, it looks like everything is weighing him down, yeah. So, again, 55 bucks, definitely pricey. Consider it well, I mean, the head, so the head's kind of cool. How many okay, so it does is that another head? No, it only comes with one head because I paid 10 bucks for an unpainted head at BotCon. But again, that's, yeah. But again, that was handmade, handmade, hand cast. These are, these are still resin, but they're uh-huh. now being produced in a factory. Oh. So, 
Um, but if you're interested, if you like junkions, you got some extra junk heaps from Ross hanging around, uh, go check out the show notes. And then I put a link up to Pia's review of this. He's got a video review of the set if you're interested. Oh, can you mark that down right there? Let's see that missing. Oh. Um, next up, Joe Amaro's Manta Raider. So, uh, <laughs> so he, he he said he was going to take this to PowerCon, and uh, so they were going to do a certain amount. And Rudy Obrero was going to sign the artwork, sign it because it's his artwork and everything. Uh-huh. And uh, and so they just didn't get as many made as they wanted to, and they said it's going to be pretty limited at PowerCon. You know, uh, but we're going to put them on sale afterwards. So even if you can't get them, you'll have another chance. Well, I guess by limited, they meant they had like five at the <laughs> show and it sold out before the general public got in. Like oh. other people from the show bought them from them before anybody even got into the show. Oh. I mean, you got to imagine, I guarantee you Pixel Dan has one. You know, and you know stuff like that. Yeah. So, it's it's one of those things. It's not a horrible thing. Everybody well, no, will it's have just like chance. oh shit. Yeah. So, um, so uh, yeah. So they they're doing their best to get them all ready. Um, uh, yeah, that already passed. That was the auction for it. But uh, uh, if you want to go check a look, you can you can see a picture of it in package with Rudy Obrero's artwork, and you can see the amazing Manta Raider itself. This is one of those that I'm really on the fence about. You know, it's one of those I don't need it, but it's just—it's just a gorgeous stay on that side of the fence. It's just a gorgeous piece of artwork. You know, it's not—it's not some Hasbro or Mattel toy. You yeah. know that I just want to buy because it's you know oh it's Master Universe Classics. It's it's from an amazing artist and an amazing customizer. You know, well sculptor. He he's worked professionally. So so what toys would you give up buying to get that one? Yeah, see that's what that's how I need to start looking at stuff. You're absolutely right. All right, let's go ahead and get in. We'll he's just... avoiding the question. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the store report. Uh, we'll whip through this and then we'll take a break. Uh, first up, sightings. We are back with one of our most favorite listeners, someone we've missed very, very much. Jamie is back with the store report from Down Under. I miss these. I miss these. Yeah. these. These make me feel good about collecting here in the States. And I'm sorry, yeah. Jamie, that's horrible for you. But Yeah, it's shitty for you. I saw that post that you said you were going to have to start finding a new comic shop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, oh, God. So uh, he says, well, if you like Transformers fan, this is the place to be because Transformers Creo have gone on sale big time. Mad caps, yo. Mad caps all over caps that big time. Uh, the Optimus Prime set has dropped from $129. That was $60 here. That was the most what expensive. The fuck? And it's dropped down to 30 bucks there. That's amazing. I, I haven't seen it. 
I had I the cheapest I've seen it is thirty bucks here. Um, so the Sentinel and Megatron, these were thirty dollar sets here. Uh, we're seventy in Australia, and they're now down to twenty. So that's a steal for Australians. Yeah, I mean that's even good here. Uh, Ratchet yeah. and Prowl sets thirty nine. Uh, I forget how much those were. Those might have been twenty here. Are now down to nine ninety nine. So that's pretty. That these are all really really good sales. I mean, if you like Lego, Jamie, I say jump on those. I again, I like them. I like the sets. Um, They're cool. I see them. Was it T Torx? It was T Torx six that uh, uh, he did uh, the Creo the Micro Changer. Uh-huh. He did a review of those, and he was talking about regular Creo sets. And he said he just didn't have the satisfaction of a real Transformer because it takes too long to build one, tear it down, and then build it in its alt mode. And and I agree with him. But I like Legos. So the the problem with me is is I choose my favorite mode, I build it in it, and then I'm like, oh, I want to tear it apart and put it in its other mode. But I really enjoy that first mold, that yeah. first mode, you know. So, um, so most of, uh, yeah, most of my most of my Creo are in bot mode. But I didn't like my Megatron in bot mode, so I tore it down yeah, and you I put really it in tell the truck what it was. mode. Yeah, the other ones weren't too bad though. Yeah, weren't so. too too bad. Um, and then he goes on to say, um, also showing up are Transformers Fall of Cybertron Deluxe figures for an overpriced $28 a piece. So that's about double what we pay that's, here. Wow. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, it's like I say, I'm so glad to have you back, Jamie, because it, it just always amazes me how expensive your toys are down there. Um uh overpriced in all of the stores transformer prime uh toy line is still yet to go on sale so he has still yet to pick up any of those yeah i mean that's basically what it'd have to be i just i wouldn't buy anything unless it was on sale you know Whereas, let's move to australia oh jesus christ <laughs> All right, true. Uh, the Toys R Us Masterpiece 10 has been spotted at retail. Um, it had gone up online. I pre-ordered mine. Um, again, don't have to pay for it till it ships. Um, but I pre-ordered mine to make sure that I got it. And uh, But it has already been spotted in stores. It was spotted at a... At a, a Toys R Us, obviously, and Springfield, Missouri. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Excuse me. And yep, showing up for ninety nine ninety nine. That's the price I paid online. Uh, the Thundercracker that I bought has already gone up five bucks. It just started hitting, and it's already seventy five now instead of seventy. In stores? Uh, at least online. Oh, online. Okay. Yeah. Which in stores usually follow suit because oh, okay. Toys R Us isn't a place that has franchises that's all corporate owned. Oh, yeah. So corporate says it is now this price. You make it that price, you know. 
Um, wave two of Fall of Cybertron is starting to hit uh, store shelves. So that is the Bruticus wave. So if you missed out on the San Diego Comic-Con, you don't want to pay the import prices of the Takara Tomy in Game Accurate Colors. You can now get Skittles Bruticus on your toy shelves for 15 bucks a piece, approximately. Um, that is one that I probably am going to wait on. I, I love my Comic-Con exclusive one. And I've got G2 Bruticus, which is very close. Same tones, just different figures have different colors. But we'll see if there's a sale. Anyways. Uh, (laughs) the GDO Asian exclusive true deluxes scouts and legends have all been spotted at retail we did a little uh, toy slash costume run this weekend and I found uh, I found the entire deluxe wave and so I picked up Springer and Wheelie oh yeah I remember you were all excited about that I passed on Cliff Jumper he was the one I was on the fence on he was he was the one I was on the fence on, so I passed on him, and then Swerve, I didn't care, the recolor of Cup, so. Um, but I didn't see the Scouts or Legends, and those, uh, while I'll be getting the Scourge, or Nemesis Prime, whatever you want to call them, and Thundercracker and the G2 gift set, um, I desperately, desperately want the Dead End and Laserbeak from the Scout class. And the brawn, or the hoist, I mean, from the legends. Anyways, uh, Kmart Vintage 2-packs have been showing up. There was literally a report from our Kmart right here. I went the next day, no sign of them. So I don't know. So we've got a city full of collectors here. Dude, yeah. I'm like, I wonder if the guy that said, oh, I spotted him there, bought all of them. Oh, yeah. And by the way, I bought all of them. Yeah, exactly. So those so of don't you, bother going there if yeah. you live in Inglewood, Colorado. Yeah. D- d- don't try to save yourself a couple fuck yous online. Just, <laughs> just say that you bought them all. Exactly. So that kind of sucked. That was the... I have seen... I have seen uh, Denver store reports maybe three or four times in seven years of hardcore community collecting. And that one was right by our house. I'm like, I'm going to go there tomorrow. And no sign of him. No tag, no nothing. Oh, damn. So maybe he had him pull him from the back. And maybe that's what I should have done is asked him. But I like to find him out in the wild. I'm not a big pull it's him from the back It's a pain in the guy. ass. It is. I've, yeah. I had him pull my Thundercracker from the back and hold it for me. Well, that was fine because I wasn't there having to sit there and wait for them to do that. <laughs> they were waiting for us. Exactly. That's how Mrs. McFavorite likes it. Yeah. Roll up to the customer service desk. And him to go, ah, they're right there. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and take a break and we will get back. Or we will be back. Yeah, I was wondering what you were saying there. We'll get back. Yeah, that doesn't work. It can't really work that at all. After these messages. We'll get back. We'll be right back. (laughs) Peace. And more Autobots join Optimus Prime. Cup reminds me of the battle on Beta 4. Watch my smoke. Blur. Now you don't. 
And these are the new Decepticons, the evil Cyclonus. I'm spoiling for a fight. And Scourge. No one escapes the sweet. But soon, a new Autobot leader will arrive, introducing Rodimus Prime. No one can take on the Decepticons like Rodimus Prime. Transformers. The Transformers each sold separately from Hasbro. All right, guys, welcome back. Let's go ahead and get into new or- new items and pre-orders that are showing up online. Wow. First up, Kabaya Series 6. As everybody knows, this is one of my favorite series, uh, or one of my favorite lines. Luckily, I get to skip this one. Yay! Yay! It's all, um, as far as I know, and I meant to frickin' look this up, but it's all from the Japanese lines. Um, it's Diatlas, Roadfire, and Sonic Bomber. Now, the very cool thing, if you're a fan of these guys, now I know Diatlas, but I didn't know the other two. Um, the very cool thing about these is they make this big mega ship. Wow. Yeah. I just have no interest. That. I see the ship, but it also kind of looks just like a big old cloud of Like they just plastic. fucking stacked them all on top yeah. of one another. Yeah. Again, this is an homage to a vintage toy, that kind of thing. But So, yeah, I get to skip a whole series finally. I'm so excited. Yay. Um, let's see. Next up. This is kind of cool. Again, something I'm going to skip due to the cost, but this is a, a TF Source exclusive. This is the Mirrorverse Cyclops limited edition holiday exclusive. So TF Source always does these holiday exclusives. And uh, this year they're doing uh, Fans Projects Insecticons. They're doing the deluxe repaints, slight remolds of those that uh -huh. we talked about on the last show. And this is another uh, holiday exclusive they're going to do. So, um, I like those colors. Yeah, that's what I really like about it, too. So it's Mirrorverse. So this is like the good guy version of Cyclops. Oh, Cyclops, you remember, was the uh, yeah, yeah, the big submarine, the or what, what's it called? Oh, anyways, uh, oh, you remember that big ass thing, right? Yes. Here, let me see if they have. Uh, of course, they don't have it, and it's sorry. I'm pockets. reverting to the movie. That's not Cyclops. No, no. Uh, in the movie, he's called Shockwave. That's right. Um, but Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay. In the movie, he was called Shockwave. That's right. That's right. But uh, but the submarine, the Hearts of Steel version of him was called Cyclops. Oh. So when they released him, he was the huge guy. When they released him, they they as a like, oh, as a little. <laughs> That's, That's your bad. <laughs> I know. I left. Oh, I left my. She's not going to be careful with. I know, I know. I left my Thundercracker instructions right on our little Chihuahua's bed. Um, Called the couch. 
as like this surprise, they sent out this little tiny Cyclops. He's like a little mini sub. And but his robot mode looks almost identical to his big brother. So this is the mirror verse, so this would be considered the Autobot version of it. Of him. Yeah. So then what's shattered glass? I thought shattered glass it's was the pretty- same thing, but shattered glass is the collector's club slash official mirror universe so that's why they're calling it mirror universe instead of shattered glass so again i would love this it's this big and it's 40 dollars. nope yeah exactly so i wish i could make calls like that for real (laughs) just like nope (laughs) Um, this is big for people and i've actually kicked this around even though i have the 25th anniversary optimus prime Uh they are reissuing uh the commemorative uh g1 optimus prime and uh soundwave so what makes this cool and see, this is what's interesting. So Encore, when it's Encore, it's done in Japanese packaging. Mm-hmm. But this is commemorative. So at least here, they're using the American packaging. So if it was guaranteed to be American packaging, I might get it. Because oh, this, this is the most iconic transformer in the package that I would have bought as a kid. Yeah. You know, completely identical. But if it's the Japanese version and it's got Japanese logo and Japanese all over it, I don't want that, you know? Yeah. So the problem is, is this is, uh, well, I guess it's estimated to arrive this month. So maybe we'll get to see it before it sells out. It's only 70 bucks. Very reasonable, you know, for a brand mm-hmm. new G1 Optimus Prime. Um, and then this is kind of weird. They show the commemorative. Uh, oh, okay, here we go. Oh, it's because they grouped it in with the classics version. So the uh, sound wave will be coming with Laserbeak and uh, Ravage. Now it is the Japanese version with the double door. So he fits two cassettes. In his tape deck. In America, we only got one. I mean, you picture a normal cassette deck, you can only fit one in there. Yeah, I was Uh, like, was that like before my time or during (laughs) a time I didn't have a cassette player? No, that's just a Japanese thing. And it's not like the Japanese had had cassette decks that fit two tapes or anything like that. They just did it to store the two toys, the two minions that came with them. Um, so if you missed out on the Comic-Con exclusive or the last time they offered uh, Soundwave as a as a commemorative or an encore, now's the time. 60 bucks. Pre-order Big Bad Toy Store. Pre-order at your favorite Transformers toy store. Bing, bing, pow. <laughs> Just like that. Uh, ultimate gift sets. I briefly mentioned this before. These were originally thought to be Walmart exclusives, and it looks like Walmart is not very happy with Hasbro's exclusives right now, so they passed on them. 
but they were already uh, created. So you've got the 104th Battalion Wolfpack Clone Trooper Ultimate Gift Set. So these are things, uh, they had put these out um, last year in the stores, and they did abysmal because they were crappy. The Clone Wars one was just all repacks of the most popular characters. I think it oh. had Asajj, Dooku, Anakin, uh, uh, Obi-Wan, and a battle droid or something like that. So, I mean, again, good for kids. Yeah. But it got clearanced. I saw it on clearance. Um, but this year, it's very cool. It's the Wolf Pack. So these are phase two uh, stormtroopers. So they've got the newer helmet. Again, the Plo Koon just looks like a a repack. Um, But I'm really digging on this because of the gray paint schemes, the phase two clone troopers. Um, I hate that fucking mall packaging. Yeah. I really We're almost done with it. Well, do you like the Yoda one better? The Yoda's like almost identical, but it's black and green, the one we're getting next year. I need to see it again. I honestly don't remember it's, it. It's been about a year. They they show them so far in advance. It's probably been a year since we talked about it, but oh, I think I it's just won't. as ugly. It's the episode three. It's the angry Yoda with his oh, lightsaber. Yeah, no. Rush, yeah, exactly. I think it's more because I'm really fucking tired of that pose. Yeah. See, and I like Darth Maul's pose, but yeah, I'm just not a Well, big this fan. one's a little bit better, but the the one where Maul just takes over the entire pack, I can't stand yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it either. So, I pre-ordered this, and then I also pre-ordered... This is the one I was really excited about. This is the... Uh, did I... Come on, show me a detailed view. There we go. Okay, so this is what they're considering the G2 gift pack. It's kind of G2, whatever. It's a G2 version of Jazz, which is one of my favorite molds. This mm-hmm. is. This will be... Let's see. Jazz. I think this will be my seventh repaint of this mold. Wow. <laughs> yeah. The wheelie I bought this weekend is this mold. <laughs> so, but again, it's G2. It's gaudy. It goes with all my other G2 stuff from the 2010 BotCon set. Yeah. You know, so it's perfect. This is has the Scourge or the Nemesis Prime legend that comes with the cool sword and the new good mold. Um, and then it comes with a Thundercracker. The Seeker version, so uh, the, uh, that uh, will bring me closer to completing my Legend Seekers, so that's, of course, a must. And then this is the most exciting. It comes with a Diaclone painted Ultra. It's the Laser Prime, but it's basically like a powered convoy kind of Diaclone painted uh optimus prime oh i'm so excited for you yeah so am i i'm really excited for me thank you uh so (laughs) so see it's a blue prime red windows ultra excited 
<coughs> See how cool this G2 two. Prime or G2 Jazz is? That's a big music note on the side of his door. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Loving it. All right. So those are available <laughs> via Hasbro Toy Shop. If you're interested, they are still available. I, I waited one day and I'm like, I can't do it. What if they sell out? But again, they don't charge me until they ship. So. Jukebox <laughs> uh, baby. <laughs> G2 Devastator, if you're interested. The yellow version of everybody's favorite combiner is now available for pre order. Um, just a little bit more expensive than the G1 version, coming in at $135 for. Uh, for Big Bad Toy Store. Um, now, Big Bad Toy Store does say that the images are placeholders. So, uh, <clears throat> if they do any, uh, like they did some very slight changes to the G1 version mm -hmm. of them. So, it's possible that they might do some other changes here. And then, uh, um, <laughs> I love this. It says it's rumored to have a new head sculpt. So that's another thing. It's rumored to have a more cartoon accurate head sculpt. But of course, this is the old one. So would it still be 134? Um Big Bad Toy Store always Big Bad Toy Store, remember the big thing with the uh Masterpiece Soundwave and uh and Sideswipe? So they started them off really high, and then they dropped them really low. And then they were like, whoops, it's going to be more expensive than we thought. So we're going to do a nice thing. Anybody that was pre-ordered from the beginning, we're going to keep your pre-order at the same price. Oh, and just eat it. Yeah. And then not, and again, eat it is a relative term. You know, yeah. I'm sure what I'm paying is not below cost or anything, yeah. you know, but, uh, but they said any pre-orders from here on out will be $10 more expensive, you know? So, and, and that was one of the rare times Big Bad Toy Store said, well, we're going to have to raise the price, but at least they didn't raise it on people that had existing pre-orders. Uh, whenever they estimate a price, they always shoot way above, usually. So then they make people happy by dropping it. Yeah, exactly. If you're excited at, if you're okay with 200, now you're excited at 160 kind of shit. Yeah. Instead of like, I could probably do 150, and you're like, 160, fuck that, you know? This, it's the smallest. It is, dude. It's it's the reason why shit's ninety nine one sixty nine ninety nine instead of being one seventy. Because that fucking one cent people say, Oh, that's a hundred and sixty bucks. Like, no, it's not. It's yeah. one seventy, you know. Yeah. Uh who's Duvall Duvall from Dave and Duvall's fucking uh collectibles. God, I still don't know the official name of their podcast i think it's dave and duvall's toys and collectibles the toy bar he's that way when something's 169.99 he, he says it's 160 really yeah and i think it's i think it's maybe the sound wave where i've heard him say that 
maybe he's not like that normally. And it was just the couple instances that I've caught on his show. But yeah, see, when things are 50, like 49.50, I'll say it's 49. But when it's 49.99, it's $50. <laughs> but you won't go down to say it's 45 bucks if it's 49.50. You no. won't do it. Yeah. See, and some people drop that whole, like, they'll just erase the whole, like, odd number of dollars off of there. Yeah, know. they were not taught rounding properly. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Uh, wave three of Generation slash Fall of Cybertron is up for pre-order as well at Big Bad Toy Store. This is your first opportunity to get a War 4 slash Fall of Cybertron uh, Starscream Sideswipe my favorite ultra magnus kickback or what they're calling uh oh they do call him kickback the fuck is that it's a bug like a grasshopper okay and then the uh shockwave repaint of fireflight so and this fireflight homage i just do not fucking get this so fireflight is that's the at least the name is the uh, aerial bot, the Superion, the red guy mm-hmm. that we looked at. That's who originally had that name, Fireflight. So I just, I don't get this homage here. He'll be, I'll be picking up everybody except for him. Um, where did my mouse go? There it is. All right, let's go ahead. Speaking of what I'm going to get, let's get into what I got. This is where Mrs. McFavorite gets a little grumpy. <laughs> Shit. Oh, this is where you start getting grumpy? <laughs> this is what starts my grumpiness. This is where uh, where Slick takes a shot to deal with <laughs> the grumpiness, which just in turn fuels Mrs. McFavorite's grumpiness. And it starts to spiral out of control <laughs> from here. You guys have n- no idea how many times we've stopped the podcast and been like, you, you, you just want to not record anymore tonight? <laughs> Normally just because it's late. Which it is. It's getting late. So let's get through this. E-Hobby G1 Sunstorm. That's right. I finally completed my G1 Seeker uh, collection and picked up the E-Hobby G1 mold. Uh, got it for an amazing price. I have never seen this cheaper than 50 bucks, And it usually goes from anywhere from 60 to $75. Uh-huh. 40 bucks shipped. Bam. Bam. And he's gorgeous. Look at how big and orange creamsicle he is. Um, I also got his matching uh, Creon as well as Galvatron and um, Scorponok. I'm not feeling the crankshaft. I know Spinister is a good one, but I'm not a fan of the character. Same thing with Waspinator. So I passed on those. I only picked up Galvatron, uh, Scorponok, and Seeker Sunstorm. So so it's kind of cool to have them, like, see both of them. G1 Sunstorm and the 
Brandt, the newest Sunstorm available. Oh, he's like a little kid. Oh, I fucking love it. Uh, <laughs> uh, this month's Maddie Collector is one of the best on record. We get Mechanek, which was one of my favorite back in the day. Mainly, not necessarily the character, but more the action feature. And as you'd twist him and his neck would pop up an extra, like, two, three inches. Mm-hmm. And I'd just sit there all day. Like, and it was before I was a perverted little boy. So there was no, like, there was no dirtiness. I was just about to say something about that, but I chose not to. dirtiness involved in it. I just literally liked that you'd twist it and the head would pop up. <laughs> and then said. Dragon Blaster Skeletor was one of my favorite. He was right behind Dragon Claw Skeletor, and I would say easily in my top 10. Very cool little dragon on his back that would squirt water. You'd fill up the little dragon and squirt, squirt, squirt. Uh, not a huge fan of, of how he was uh, designed or molded for Masters of the Universe Classic, but still excited to have him. Snakeman 2-pack. Uh, I like Snakeman. I don't really have any connection to the 2-pack or wanting army builders or whatever, but it's cool that they're snakes. I like snakes. I don't like to hold them, though. Isn't that weird? I used to love it as a kid. And I don't know what, I think it was college. I had a friend that had this huge freaking boa constrictor and uh, what's the big long lizards? Iguanas. Yeah. And a big, huge iguana. And he'd just be like, here, play with them. I'm like, oh God. And now I can't even touch a snake, dude. I think it's disgusting. Iguanas it's so weird. stink. Really? See, I this whole house smelled like marijuana. So uh, I could never tell. We had iguanas in my uh, seventh grade class. We uh, had two iguanas. Oh God! And um, there was one. There was one girl that um, her parents would drop her off like an hour and a half before school started. So she kind of became the honorary iguana uh, keeper. So she took care of the cage. That I mean, those were her babies, uh-huh. and that thing still. St- Dunk to high hell. Oh, God. Um, like I mentioned before, movie heroes light up Saber, Quingon Jin, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. I linked to the uh, picture I could find of the Qui-Gon. I think I always say Quingon. Qui-Gon Jin, um, if you want to see. And then, of course, we've talked about the masterpiece Thundercracker that I picked up. Very excited there. Finally found the Wave 5 bot shot Skywarp. I shouldn't say finally. It just started showing up. But I was lucky enough to find that. So I finished my Masterpiece Seekers collection on the same night I finished my bot shots Seekers collection. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. It's just hilarious. The one that where they cost $4 a piece and the one where they cost $70 a piece. <laughs> um. Like I say, I picked up the Wheelie and the Springer from the Asian exclusives. And then something I won. Yes, won from uh, Atomic Martian Toys. I I won some Teeny Mates. So these are very cool. They're little blind bag. They're cute. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. I love when they do this. This is all uh, cascading uh, style sheets that uh-huh. make it do that. As you scroll down, it shifts content. But anyways. And it is kind of dizzying if you're not expecting it. Yeah. So these are little blind bags. Um, 
what I love about them is they each come with a couple puzzle pieces. So if you collect all the puzzle pieces, you make a little field for them to fucking stand on. Yeah, you know? that's really cute. I mean, that's an awesome idea. Um, and uh, these aren't enhanced too much. The paint was really good on them for yeah, how small they were. Yeah, really they were really impressive. You know, they're maybe, what would you say, an inch at the most? Yeah. You know, a little, like a racer style material. Of course, I didn't get a saint one, so that's all right. With this season, you don't want one. I don't know shit. Oh my god, dude! Anybody that listens, anybody that watches football, yeah, just cry for me now. Oh, they're available at Target. Um, so they're kind of cute. If you're interested in them, if you if you literally take the time to actually go to the show notes and see what these things are. Um, and you let me know what your favorite team is. I've got three extra ones and I won't tell you what team they are, but if you just say, Hey, I'm this fan and it, I happen to have that. I'll send it to you for free. So, um, real quick. Can you see the monitor? Yeah. Okay. The volume, the volumes on two. So if she was crying, we would hear it. Okay. I just turned it down to two because we had the sound spa. Yeah, no on. All right. Featured custom. Speaking of seekers, it's very seeker heavy. And speaking of one of my favorite customizers ever, Frenzy Rumble. And one of my favorite lines ever, G2. And one of my favorite mold sizes ever. This is literally world's it is smallest like, transformers. Exact. Wow, very good, sweetie. Took me a second. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> You're like, what's this WST? Uh, so Frenzy Rumble made a collection of Generation Two world smallest transformers. And he did the classic panel outline. I just love this. So what this, so do you get what what makes him look like? This is he's literally taking every line in a panel and just outlining it in black, and that's what makes it look so cool like that. Oh. I mean, of course, he's repainting them with better paint and stuff like that. But just everywhere there's a line, he's filling in black. Really no, it, it, well, he might Photoshop these. Wow. That's so pretty. A little stand. So. They're very pretty. And they're See, big, aren't those bright. pictures fantastic? Oh, shut up. <laughs> now, this, this was a commission piece. See, I'd love to like find out who commissioned him to do this and see how much he actually charged for it. The problem is, is you need to get in on it while the guy's oh, doing see, it. Oh, see, I like that neon green. Yeah, this is uh, this is G2 Thundercracker. Wow, look at that. Look at that oh. throwback. It's this guy, but in his, his 90s, uh, very bright colors. And this was, uh, this was a exclusive for uh, not 2010, but 2011. Uh, Botcon, he was kind of like a, a finishing touch that they wanted to do that they didn't get to the year before. Um, so I like the bright colors, aren't those that gorgeous? And you got to think great. they're this bit, and these no, aren't these aren't world's smallest. They're smaller ones than these. These are considered minis, uh-huh. which are about this big. 
because world's smallest is about that big. So these are probably about oh, okay. two and a half inches. I was noticing that this articulation is is better than the actual world's smallest. But that's not the best part. The best part is... Wait for it. They're a fucking combiner. Look at that. They all combine into Seeker, which is the name of the combined form. Isn't looks, that... That picture looks beautiful. Amazing. Jesus that Christ. That's pretty fucking awesome. Those colors and yeah, black dude. background and... Yeah, it does help that he photographs everything on a flat black background. Oh, my God. Just gorgeous. So, anyways, if any of those things strike your fancy, please go check out the show notes. You will not not be disappointed. Um, All right. uh, Let's go ahead and get into toy review, and then we'll take a quick break. Uh, Toy review. Dun-da-da-da. Thundercracker masterpiece. Thundercracker. I'm like, what? What's the drum roll about? <laughs> since, uh, since I actually I own all three of these, including all three American releases: the Walmart, uh, Starscream, and Skywarp, and now the Toys R Us uh, new molded, the MP11 molded uh, Thundercracker. But I had never opened any of them. I figured I should open my Thundercracker. And I am so excited that I did. It is... It is fucking gorgeous. I mean, it is gorgeous. The... uh, I love the robot mold. But I am in love with the jet mode. Yeah, the jet mode looks really good. I I I usually don't like the alt modes because there's stuff sticking out yeah. somewhere or something. But that is a very clean, really nicely done alt mode or jet mode. Yeah, I mean, just amazing the thinness of it. I mean, um, I'm not a huge, a huge fan of all of like the little homages, like. Uh, uh, like the uh, Hasbro employee's name on the side of the plane, the uh, the sonic boom on the tail fins with him holding Soundwave, the the uh, uh, not receptor, <laughs> that's perceptor, uh, the camera. Wow, can I not? I. No, can't I help of you. course you can't help me. No, <laughs> I'm just losing geek credits. Okay. Uh, anyways, the camera guy from G1 on the sides. Um, not a big fan of all these homage tampos. I'd rather just straight stick, not stickers, but homages to the original stickers, that kind of stuff. But it's amazing. Um, it's not without its faults. Uh, the entire upper torso pins into his uh, waist and mine, or pegs, I should say, into his waist, and mine doesn't peg for shit. So anytime I move his arm, his entire torso comes up disconnected from his waist. Um, Again, nothing a little 
well, hopefully nothing a little uh, clear nail polish can clear up if I, if I feel the necessity. The problem is, is unlike Justin, unlike T2RX6, I just will never go through that effort, you know? I'll just be like, eh, it can be fixed, but I'm never actually going to fix it, you know? Um, another little gripe is out of the box. Uh, the wings peg into the side of the body. Uh, the two smaller tabs, there's a large tab and a smaller tab. Both smaller tabs on both sides um, had stress marks. And one is to the point now going through a couple transformations. One's to the point now where it's about to snap off. Again, I don't see how it'll affect it staying in its alt mode or it's pegging in properly. Um, do you want to see that at all? Uh, but it is kind of annoying that out of the box uh, there were small pegs that have stress marks and now one's about to come off. Uh, gorgeous. I love the little uh, vac-metalized driver the pilot driver pilot that comes with it. It reminds me of star years so much. Uh, star years had little vac metalized pilots like that too. They were mechs. And so I thought that was super cool. Um, you're fine. I'm just transformers for that reason. I swear. <laughs> I think I'm breaking it. Yeah. See, I don't want to put it back. <laughs> it's okay. Sweets. Uh, so she just collapsed the cockpit and just, came unpegged um not a huge fan of the machine gun of the nose cone like opening up and there being a little machine gun there I oh i was looks, wondering why that was so loose I, I pulled it and it didn't like come completely off i was all another thing i'm gonna break gonna stop touching it yeah and i don't know if it's supposed to be a machine gun or what but i just it just is ridiculous it just makes the cone ultra flimsy in my opinion um trying to think what else here wasn't as posable in robot mode as i thought it would be uh it doesn't have the skirts like the skywarp and and starscream did but the uh little hip stuff it and and maybe i just didn't push it to its limits i was being a little careful with it um, but the legs didn't seem to get as much articulation as I had hoped from them, being that it was a masterpiece. Uh, a little bit of quibbles about the actual American release of it instead of the straight mold is the instructions it came with are for the old mold. <laughs> See, you told me that and that pissed me off. <laughs> Dude, it's just like, and there's some things that are not the same. And if you're trying to compare, you'd be like, where the hell? I I only knew how to transform this because of T2RX6, because I watched his review this uh, today uh -huh. at work. So I knew the instructions were wrong, so I paid a little bit more attention to his. And I, uh, all except for one part, I did it instruction-free after watching his video, but, mm -hmm. uh, getting the nose cone to pass through the torso, I ha I looked at the instructions. I was a little afraid that I was going to snap something. Um, but stuff like that, I mean, 
again, like Miss McFavor is fond of saying, it's a seventy fucking dollar toy. You shouldn't have misprints on your instructions. You know? Yeah. You pay that much money for that shit. They need to put a little bit more effort. They need to. They need to be a little bit more consumer conscious. Yeah, exactly. Some more QC. That speaking of QC, it comes with an amazing base. The base is designed for the for the original mold. Yeah. Okay, throw that out. It still worked well. I mean, you yeah, saw it. You I got can it still pegged put it in. On there, yeah. It was like moving around and was still sticking on the base. It was doing a really good job. Thundercracker's name is misspelled on it. Again, it's one of those weird things. It's they spelled it as two words. His name is one word. Yeah. I mean, just shit like that. Like, I work for a company where my company is Association Voice. It's two words, but it's spelled as one word. Yeah. And it drives me fucking nuts when we have clients that have been with us for 10 years and they still spell it Association Space Voice, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, how many invoices have you seen us? How many emails have I sent you, you know? They think it's just the logo. <sighs> I type it out well, constantly. It's typed out in my signature. But anyways. <laughs> people don't pay that close attention to detail. I know. That's, but, that's why I have the job I do. That's why I drive my nuts. My boss is fucking nuts. I'm like the Steve Jobs over there. Like, no, this shade of green does not quite match our corporate colors. I think they should have to redo it, you know, kind of shit. Anyways, he says that about my clothes all the time. <laughs> Those blues don't match. Oh my god, they're blue. Mrs. McFavorite is the most non-girly girl you've ever. <laughs> That's why I go shopping with girly girls. <laughs> so overall, my opinion, amazing toy, worth seventy bucks. I didn't pay seventy bucks for it, but it's worth seventy bucks. Yeah, except for the um, the three dings against it. Yeah. Oh, and what which reminds me, uh, um, I'm just going to return it, uh, but I was able to buy mine with a coupon. So it ended up being, uh, mine ended up being only 60, but I did end up with an extra one because I pre-ordered it online. So I was able to get one in the store for cheaper but I pre-ordered it online just in case I never saw it in the store. So if anyone's interested, I've got one for cost plus shipping. So just let me know. It would be 70 plus whatever our tax is. So like 75 bucks and then plus shipping. So um, pretty good deal considering it's already $75 online and it's sold out online. But again, I can return it to the store if no one's interested. But just figured I'd throw that out there if somebody lives in a place that doesn't have a Toys R Us or, or you just don't want to dick with the gas money to go check Toys R Us yeah. constantly. Or, you know, you could just sit on it and then buy it for five times as much on eBay from a scalper. <laughs> just saying. Buy it for... Oh, like don't buy it and then when you really want it, have to pay five times yeah. as much. I don't know. I don't know if this one's going to really increase. Well, I guess the fucking Masterpiece Grimlock is Again, out of the sarcasm. Oh, sorry. Not really five times as much. They're going to pay more than what you would if, if you were to just buy it at the store. Yeah. God, I hate that I have to explain myself. 
<laughs> Sorry. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. This big favorite is, is hating on me. So, uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Just a couple quick listener feedbacks and then on to grab bag and then we'll let you go. So, peace. From Kenner's Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection. Action figures each sold separately. Chewbacca's hurt too. FX7 has eight movable arms. The medical droid did it. You saved me, Rebel Soldier. Why? When the Force is with you, your duty is to do good. FX7, Rebel Soldier, Imperial Stormtrooper, and Chewbacca. Action figures each sold separately from Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection from Kenner. All right, guys. Welcome back. We're going to go ahead and get into listener feedback and questions. Not too much this week. Uh, just kind of a couple things that I want to uh, bring to your attention. First up, there is a new toy podcast out there. Um, one of our, I believe he's a listener. He, he knew enough about us that I assume he listens. Uh, Roger has started a new toy podcast called Guys with Toys. Um, they just released their first episode, and it's it's really good. Um, they were even missing a couple of their hosts, which I know how that goes, especially those early on episodes. It's hard to get everybody together, you know? Yeah. Um, I so, could never, you know, get out of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, no, bitch, you're home. I know it. <laughs> So, uh, the first episode is all about mask, Ghostbusters, and Sideshow, uh, and, and more specifically, G.I. Joe Sideshow. So, if those topics interest you, uh, I, I know I learned a lot. You know, I, again, I don't follow too much of Sideshow, so it was cool to be exposed to some of that information. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do listen, Roger, the one thing I didn't like about it, and I've noticed a couple other podcasts doing this lately, is the whole uh, playing each person as a mono track on the left and right. So, like, Roger talks in one ear, and, and I'm sorry, I don't remember your co-host, but but then the other guy talks in the other ear. Oh. And it's... It, it's yeah it's just a little off-putting it's some people might it might really work for some people you mm-hmm. know to feel like i mean it's the same way if you were in a room with somebody you would hear this guy talk in your left ear and the guy sitting on your right talk in your right ear you know yeah but it, it was just a little weird so and if just in case he doesn't listen to this i, I think i was gonna give him a heads up about that but. and our next show is bunch of people saying yeah you know your show does that too right <laughs> no. no that's the nice thing is didn't we i specifically record it in mono that plays over a stereo track just for that reason <laughs> but uh but again great toy podcast so i can't uh at least the first one was so check out the show notes there's a link to it um give it a listen like i say i'm always looking for new toy podcast that can teach me something you know um another loyal listener alias angel alias uh he had sent this to me uh previously and i and i forgot to post it uh or not post it i it didn't get into the last show but he did a very cool 
modified fall of Cybertron shockwave. It's not really a review, more of a demonstration. And it was just kind of one of those fun things where he took fall of Cybertron shockwave, which is a really good toy and just said, look at all these different things you can do with it, you know, and came up with different alt modes and different ways to, uh, he had two of them. So, uh, some of them require you to have two shockwaves, you know, that kind of stuff. But again, opening his toys, playing with his toys. I mean, that's, Anybody can just sit there and be like, eh, I don't like the articulation. Oh, they should have painted this paint app better and then throw the fucking thing up on their shelf, you know? Like, he actually spent time and developed different alt modes and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, we've got a link to that video. Uh, uh, Take a look at it. And then something I also wanted to throw up here that I didn't... Um, is he put together a, he went to celebration six again, another one of those people that is like, ah, shit. If I knew that Lego exclusive existed and he was the same way, he's like, I didn't even know that Lego (laughs) exclusive existed. Um, anyways, his Facebook album he put together for it is absolutely amazing. It's it's literally a combination of what a true fan and a professional photographer can do, you know, because you see professional photography of conventions and stuff, mm-hmm. and they're just not taking the picture of the right things, you know. They have the right things in their composition, but the the focus isn't on the right things, or the emphasis isn't on the right things. And him being a true Star Wars fan, huge co- you know, huge fan of cosplay, that kind of stuff, just absolutely amazing, absolutely amazing photos. So um, I'll make sure it's not in there now, but we'll make sure to get a link to that up there as well. You need a Facebook. It's one of those things, uh, if you haven't seen nowadays, you just have to have Facebook to access some Facebook stuff. So, um, yeah, all right. And if you don't want to be on it, people who friends you, you could be like, no, sorry, I just did this so then I could see other people's stuff. Just create a fake account. <laughs> Shit, if I really didn't want to be on there, I would be, you know, no email at Facebook at no email at Facebook.com or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, or give your pet a Facebook page. That would be awesome. <laughs> That's what Steph said she was going to do for all her games, so then she doesn't blow up everybody's pages with her game posts. Oh, and so see, I yeah, see, I don't even have any idea how you do that because I block all game stuff. So sorry if you're friends with me and you're sending me requests for games and stuff like that. I just it's all blocked. I don't even see it anymore. So Yeah, me too. <laughs> um grab bag, Star Wars, the Essential Readers Companion. Uh so this is kind of interesting that this came over IO9. Um oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, they really have cool some picture. amazing artwork. And uh, when they first wrote this article, they were saying, oh, this is from comic book, this kind of stuff. And a lot of this is original artwork written or drawn for this book. And basically what this book is, is a 
it is a book that is trying to make sense of this huge, vast, expanded universe. So trying to put everything in chronological order, trying to tie stories together, like spanning the 25,000 year history of the Star Wars universe. Yeah. 25,000 years. Really? Yeah. Not our years, but (laughs) (laughs) oh, what? You don't get my humor. You don't have humor. Yes, I do. It's just mean and hurtful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you fucking dumbass. (laughs) So I thought this was really cool. I mean, again, I've wanted to get into Star Wars Expanded Universe so many times. And and we've done some one-offs. You know, we've Uh done... uh, what was the zombie one? We, We listened to that on one of our Missouri trips. Death Troopers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I've done the Thrawn trilogy um, and stuff like that. We started the Bane. Yeah, we read the first Bane novel. We read the first Fate of the Jedi novel. Stuff like that. I mean, we've tried. But again, it's difficult to get into it because there's Mm -hmm. all kinds of shit all over the board. So hopefully this book will be a great resource for anybody that really wants to dive headfirst into the expanded universe. Everybody really likes the Yuzhan Vong. Like, I remember that as a kid because my mom listened to some of that shit. It's not a big fan thing. Most fans hate it. The Yuzhan Vong? Yeah, I hate that whole storyline. I hear it in a lot of things, though. Well, it was like a 21-book storyline. Oh, well, that would be why. Yeah. (laughs) And there are some cool Jedi things. Again, this is... Second, yeah. I'm not, I haven't read these, and and this is coming from my personal opinion. These are are secondhand, uh, secondhand thoughts on this. But uh, there's been supposedly there was cool Jedi stuff that happened during it. Mm-hmm. But it was, I mean, it was basically like an spoilers, an alien master race that just moves into the Star Wars universe and just starts wiping everything out. Oh. So it wasn't Empire and Rebels or Sith and Jedi. It was just this weird organic alien race that just starts wiping the entire Star Wars universe out. Hmm. So kind of sounds fun to me. I've read Invasion, which was the beginning it was the comic series that was the beginning of the Yuzhan Vong invasion, but that wasn't. It I, was. It was kind of like. It was kind of like Red Dawn, you know, uh-huh. when when the Cuban army invaded New Mexico, kind of shit. <laughs> it, it's not a world war yet. It's it's just that first like straw that broke the camel's back, kind of thing. The figure wasn't bad either. What. The figure wasn't bad either. Oh, I love the Yuzhan Vong figures, especially the warrior one. Okay. Sorry, that was a big tangent. (laughs) Moving on. Transformers, new stern TF pinball game. I brought this up just because we finally played the original movie pinball game. I was a cheater. It was shitty. Well, and they had it cranked up too high. If, If you play a lot of pinball, which we like to do anywhere we can find it, there are uh, bubble uh, level. levels. Yeah, levels. Yeah, bubble levels on them. And so you can always see when they've cranked it up 
because it won't be level and you can see if they've made it easier or harder. Fucking and this cheaters. shit was cranked up. Yeah. And so the ball was just flying and it was and the big thing is is it doesn't allow the ball to drift naturally into the lanes it should. It starts drifting into the middle, so you get a lot of fucking ball losses right through yeah. the flippers. Yeah, usually well I'm really not that good, but I'm better than some. Better than 99% of the people out there. And um, he's really good. And his, like, one ball lasted, like, a minute and a half. And usually I'm sitting there like a little kid all, can I play yet? <laughs> God. Yeah, it was bad. It was it was really fast. And but. mine was like, I didn't even, I couldn't even hit it with anything. Yeah, you had two the balls. The points that I yeah, got were in the bumpers at the top. Even, yeah, see, and that's shitty. It should be Fucking able to cheaters. detect whether the ball was redirected in any fashion. But anyways, so what makes this cool is this is a home pinball machine. So it's supposedly affordable. So if you look at this, this is obviously not like the ones we pay, play in the arcade. Obviously. But this is still made by Stern. It's still got L, it's got uh it's got the digital readout or the oh shit. I already forgot what they call this. Um but it's got the gorgeous artwork and shit like that. It just oh, it doesn't have the dot matrix animation. Mm-hmm. It just has more like alarm clock score counting and stuff like that only one two player you know that kind of shit um but it's supposedly supposed to be made of made with really it's made with all of the commercial like the bumpers the flippers are all commercial stern stern uh uh material that kind of stuff and it's prime oh sorry yeah, it's Prime eligible, free I was going to wait for you to say something about Amazon, and then I was going to be like, and it's Prime eligible. Yeah, it's an Amazon exclusive. So Amazon's the only place you can buy this. Um, let's see how big a zoom we can get on this. Oh, you can get a pretty good... Yeah, well... So that's a pretty good game board. It, it's definitely condensed. Yeah. Again, it, the, the size is smaller... For mm-hmm. a home, you know, it, it, a full-size pinball machine would take up a lot of room in a home. Isn't like a pinball machine the size of our couch, essentially? Yeah. Maybe a little bit shorter? Yeah, maybe just slightly shorter. Yeah. If you talk about all the electronics in the back, all the stuff you don't see, yeah. slightly shorter. than so. so it's smaller, more condensed, but again, it's got all of the hardware in the... Again, the big thing about pinball is the artwork, and it's got gorgeous artwork. It is that Transformers really the movie. So this new uh, this new thing they're saying, uh, this new format that Stern is coming out with, they're calling it the pin. So, okay, I mean, in the community, they're called pins. So it's not that. the game is called pins pinball machines are called pins like i have 10 pins kind of shit okay so the pin isn't that bad but uh so if you've got three thousand dollars and uh let's see 
64 inches in height, 21 and a half inches wide. Ooh, yeah. See, 43 inches in length. That's almost, that's nothing. That's three and a half feet. God, it weighs less than I do. (laughs) Spoiler. Um, Anyways. (laughs) Transformers Pin is Stern's Pinball's newest, stylish, affordable, and entertaining pinball game. And that's the big thing is, is pinball, that's the one thing you can't replicate in your home. It's the one, that's why, yeah. that's why, at least why I play it anywhere we go that has a pinball machine. Yeah. It's the one thing you can't replicate on video, you know? Yeah. You can try to figure out the physics, blah, blah, blah. But so anyways, if you're interested in that, take a look. Uh, next up. Is there another? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This Transformers 4. That's right. Michael Bay's back. I really wanted to focus on the positive side, but oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Did you? No, not? no, no. That's you're absolutely right. I put this in there. Michael Bay's back. We linked to an article that uh, uh, Geeks of Doom uh, quoted here, where he talks about it. He basically says, "Yeah, I know. I said that three was going to be my last movie, but I thought that's because Hasbro." That was going to be Hasbro's last movie. But then they said they're going to make another one. And I just can't let my franchise go. I just can't think of somebody else coming along and screwing it up. (laughs) I just want to punch myself in the face. Even worse, and this actually might be good, is Hasbro now realizes the reason why they made less and less money, which each new movie, toy-wise was because they had the same characters. So we've talked about this before, that Transformers 4 will have all new cast, except for Peter Cullen. He'll be back as Optimus Prime, of course. But he'll have an all-new cast, so Hasbro can sell all new toys. You know, and it's just like, oh, God, this is just a fucking cash grab across the board. It is just... I just I am so disappointed when I heard they were coming out of four I was like great they said he was done with three so that means somebody else will give it another shot you know so and now they're re- oh we had this conversation yeah we it's talked a about, reboot it's but not it's it's just a different cast it's the exact same universe but a different cast of characters. So the there's going to be a different kid playing Shia LaBeouf, but it's going to be the same character. So it's like when no, they replace. That, I don't think they've said that necessarily. Oh, okay. But as far as the it's transformer, the same, universe, cast. same mythos, everything like that, except for there will be different robots, so they can sell different toys. It's just like me. I never, I bought one ratchet figure from the first movie and I never bought another ratchet figure. I bought one Ironhide figure and I never bought another Ironhide figure, even though they made nine more of him. Mm-hmm. So they want to make all new characters. So you but have to buy all But they've got to have Prime and Bumblebee figures. though. Those are like the two. Well, they've said Colin's going to be back. Obviously. But they didn't say anything about Bumblebee, but I can't well, imagine. Well, Bumblebee doesn't have a voice actor. 
does it he? doesn't matter sweets you're missing the point here is that they want new robots <laughs> because no one's gonna buy another 10 bumblebees they want yes a new- they will that's the thing well that's the problem is yeah you're probably right they <laughs> will but that's what they're complaining just about is him. they're complaining about that they didn't sell enough bumblebees yeah because bumblebee was in three movies he'll be the new beetle and it'll be a girl driving it there you go Oh my God, I punched myself in the face. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so G.I. Joe. So, so the new Transformers 4 is a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a very, very, you're a bad movie. A very, very bad movie. <laughs> All right, uh, this is kind of old, but just in case I can find anything better for G.I. Joe Grab Bag. Uh, G.I. Joe Initiate Episode 1 is now live. Uh, this, uh, I believe... It's premiere at CoilCon or at JoeCon. Anyways, it, it premiered at a at a convention. <laughs> and at a uh, G.I. Joe one. Yeah. And this is episode one, so there's more to come. This is a fan film. Um, it's got a little bit of criticism and it's shot a little dark, blah blah blah, but it's supposed to be realistic. I liked it. Again, it's a fan film. It's you know, don't expect fucking well, I guess I was going to say don't expect Rise of Cobra, but that was pretty bad in and of itself. But anyways, go check this out. If you haven't seen it, G.I. Joe Initiate, Episode 1. Now, if there's a guy that's like the equivalent of Channing Tatum, I'd all over it. Did you see that other typo right there? Um, They're no. just everywhere. It's because I was rushing. Um, Masters of the Universe, 30th Anniversary commemorative dvd collection coming in december so like we said before with the bobbleheads it looks like we didn't see anything for eight months for the 30th anniversary besides some tumblers that aren't even out yet and now we're just getting tons of 30th anniversary product uh which toy guru said to expect i just didn't realize it'd be all in the last quarter of the 30th anniversary kind of shit um, but this is really interesting. This is going to include every episode of the vintage cartoon, every episode of the new adventures cartoon, and then every episode of the 2000 X or Mike Young's productions, uh, series. So that's kind of cool. Um, only a hundred bucks, which is definitely cheaper than you can get all of those together. Um, if you're interested in Mike Young productions, He-Man, which is, in my opinion, amazing. Um, you can literally get the entire series, three seasons for like $8 on Amazon with free shipping. If you have prime or 25 bucks worth of other stuff. So if you haven't checked that out, even if you, even if you don't like He-Man and you just like cartoons, Eight bucks for three seasons worth of episodes. Is, That's really good. Dude, and it's a good cartoon. Um, I don't want to offend anybody and put it on the level of things like Batman the Animated Series, but in my opinion, it is one of those one of those best of the two thousands kind of cartoon, you know. Uh, so anyways, 
tons of extra uh, features coming with this. Uh, there's going to be, uh, on the vintage, there's going to be six documentary featurettes, 100 character profiles on new adventures. Uh, oh. I love it when he does that. Well, sorry, I didn't read this close enough. The New Adventures is not every episode. It's the top 20 fan favorite episodes. What? That's some bullshit. That almost had me getting this, even though I have the original vintage. Oh, you cheating bastards. Okay. Changed my mind. Don't buy this. All right. <laughs> Grab bag. Don't get it. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that ended on a positive note. That just saved a whole bunch of people a lot of money. <laughs> so almost an, or more than an hour shorter than our last episode. So thanks for hanging in there with us. We love you guys. We love. I love you, man. I love doing this, man. Did you show? It oh, is God. fun. I'm so glad that Mackenzie still stays asleep for this. Yeah. And I'll, someday I'll... she'll be running around here screaming while we're trying to record. That might be the end of Open Your Toys Cast. <laughs> no, when you can't just swaddle when... her and put her down in her crib and have her pass out. <laughs> that's when we'll just start having Grandma and Grandpa watch her. I guess that's true. Be It'll like... be a date night activity. <laughs> No, no, no. It'll become a mommy and daddy's got to work for three hours. <laughs> oh, there you go. Gots to put in work. All right, guys. We love you. We'll see you sooner rather than later. Sooner rather than sooner. Um.